I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. <laughs> but I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. <laughs> Let the goons be goons. Eleven in a row. Eleven in a row. Eleven in a row. Enough. <laughs> thirty-eight in a row. As in thirty-eight on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you Thursday, June 11th in beautiful Knoxville, Tennessee. But Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. What's up, Seth? Not much, John. How you doing? How's the weather down there? Beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah? Yeah, it was a little dreary today when I woke up. But right now, it's pretty perfect. It actually feels good, too. It's not too hot. It's uh, great weather. Yeah, it's it's the same here. It's beautiful. It's about 80 degrees. Yeah, and this is about ideal weather. I would prefer maybe a little bit cooler with maybe a little wind, but this is pretty close. I've been sleeping really bad, man, and I've been waking up with headaches. You know anything about headaches? I feel like you used to get a lot of headaches. Am I wrong in that? I still do, yeah. I haven't slept good since the whole quarantine thing started. I don't think I've had like one good night of sleep. It's impossible to sleep good. I've been taking um, melatonin. Yeah. And I don't know, uh, it says only take one, but I figure I'm a big boy, so I should take two. I figured it worked twice as good. I don't know. Depends on what the dosage is. Only 10, I think. So I take two, and it doesn't really help me sleep, I don't think. And then I've been waking up with headaches, but it's in the back lower left. And someone told me that's because I'm stressed. But then my mom told me it's a sign of an aneurysm, so now I'm even more stressed, so my head hurts even worse now. I don't know. All my headaches originate in the back of my head, too. And I've gotten multiple CT scans and such for them, and they've never found anything other than to tell me. I've had doctors tell me it was stress headaches, too, and I've had doctors tell me it's classic migraines. Okay, good. That way, now, at least if I have an aneurysm, you can remember that you told me it was probably nothing since you had done it as well. I don't think you have an aneurysm. A melatonin made me have the craziest dreams, and it made me be sleepy the entire next day. It didn't give me crazy dreams, but they give me vivid dreams, and it's like it's tapping it's tapping into like reality. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's tapping into reality. They're not like crazy dreams; they're just like really realistic dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that sounds about right. And I would be sleepy I, the entire next day. See, I haven't really experienced that. I haven't really experienced that, so I don't know what's going on. If, if it's just stress headaches, because I am pretty stressed. Like you know, it's been a been a stressful two months, so I'm thinking maybe I'm just overwhelmed. Yeah. Maybe I need a massage. It's been a stressful, yeah. It's just been... I mean, I, I haven't been sleeping well at all. Like, I can like... You've been cranky the last, like, three times I talked to you. I can tell you're not sleeping well. I can't go to sleep early no matter what, and I wake up early no matter what, and it's getting old. I think I might, I think I might try some weed. Okay. Someone told me to try that, and that might help me sleep. But probably not, because we obey the law here on Reed's Ranch. 
NyQuil works pretty well, too. Yeah, that one's never helped me either. That, one, that one's the one that makes me feel groggy. Okay, yeah. NyQuil is the one that makes me feel groggy, and it doesn't, it doesn't help, but when I do actually fall asleep, I wake up and I'm in like a, a coma. Yeah, Benadryl makes me fall asleep, and I don't wake up groggy. I just think I'm doomed. I just think I'm doomed. I, I can't sleep. We all are. Really. Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. And it doesn't matter if I do something during the day because I've been going to the gym a lot, not to brag, you know, working out, getting stronger, getting better looking, but still not sleeping better. It's still not helping me get tired. So I don't know. I've been turning my TV off, listening to music, some soothing music, and that helps a little bit. The music helps a little bit. But I just can't sleep. I just can't sleep. Try reading. Yeah, the problem is I don't really have any lamps. So I need to buy some lamps first. You know what I mean? You buy lamps and then I won't, I won't have to worry about the bright lights. I don't know. Between no, it would drive me crazy. It would drive me crazy if I had to get up to turn off the headlight when I was ready to go to sleep. Yeah, I gotta get some lamps. That would drive me insane. But yeah. So what's up? Not much. Another... Nothing really going on right now. There's absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing. Like, every day I feel worse and worse about, like, actually life resuming to normal in the fall. You feel worse about it? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, can you do care to expound on that? Well, like, I saw the graph of, like, the states where the cases have skyrocketed in the last 14 days. Um, We were supposed to go back to work last week, then... The night before, they were like, oops, actually, you're not going back for two more weeks. And then yesterday, the rumor was we're not going back until after Independence Day. And I'm in phase one. We're doing four full phases at work of people returning. So if you're in phase four, you're not going to be there until like after Labor Day. Oof. Um, so I don't know. I just uh, I feel like at some point you're just going to have to. I don't know. I mean. I can't be the only person that thinks it's really weird that you said Independence Day, right? I, mean, I can't be the only not. person that... Is that what you call it all the time? Independence Day? You don't go 4th of July? I call them both. You go both? Okay, okay. I didn't know if it was an either-or thing. I'm always 4th of July. Yeah. So, I mean, you either... like At some point, you just kind of have to... I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean... I still don't like the Corona cucks. I'm tired of talking about it or hearing about it. But I think that the people in charge are cucks. And, if, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they keep shutting shit down. I mean. Well, Texas, Texas A&M's athletic director, Ross Bjork, came out and said he feels confident that we're going to get a lot of people in the stands. Good. S- said Texas is already, you know, at 50% capacity, but there's just no real sports going on right now. Yeah, I did see Texas had gone to 50% capacity. I don't. I wonder, I guess, like, maybe Which, some racing. That, and, like, you know, I guess high school football in Texas might be our first yeah. test case. And that, that that actually probably is a pretty good test case for some of those huge high schools. that They have so many people. Friday Night Lights action. Let's get, let's get 20,000 people there. Let's see what happens. That might be a good test case. Um, yeah, that is good news. I saw some colleges are starting to announce that they're going to have students in the fall, which is good. Yeah, I want to say I heard someone talking about how Tennessee said they're going to have students, but they are going to require them to wear a mask. Interesting. 
You know, a lot of them, a lot of them had said they're going to come, but there's going to be no fall break and they're not going to come back after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. Like you don't want people to travel and come back. Like yeah. that, that makes perfect sense to me. But yeah, here, here's a story from the, uh, Knox County health department. Uh, university of Tennessee will be open for business in August. They're coming back to campus. That's going to feel different. It's going to look different, said Donda Plowman. Let's see. Among the changes, students, faculty, and staff will be required to wear face coverings on campus. Ugh. You have to wear them during the class while in- indoors or outside on campus, except within private spaces and controlled environments. Ugh. That sounds awful. Yuck. I would take a semester off. That sounds terrible, man. You're going to make people, like... What did it say about being outside? I'm sorry. It said that you have to wear it outside, too, unless you're in a, let's see, within private spaces and controlled environments. It says you have to wear them during class and while indoors <laughs> or outdoors on campus, except private spaces and controlled environments. Give so, me a damn break. Give me a break. People walk. People Boo, walk, like, Donda Plowman. Like, people are walking out of Hodges going to A&B or whatever, and you're going to make them wear a mask for that 200-yard walk. You make them walk. What if they have to park on the ag campus and walk far somewhere? You make them wear a mask in the heat in August and September when it is when it is hotter than the hinges hanging off the gates of hell. Like you're gonna make them wear a mask? That is stupid. Stupid. I disavow. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add that to my repertoire. Hotter than the hinges on the gates of hell. That's a good one. That's from Todd Snyder. Yeah, I know Todd Snyder, of course. Yeah, he's uh, famous. You really don't know who Todd Snyder is? Yeah, no, I do. He's, he's famous. He's a um, world-renowned... Yeah, you know. It's Todd sad. Snyder. It's sad you don't know who Todd Snyder is. I know who, to- I know who Todd Snyder is. From yeah. someone that yeah. claims to be such a big Jason Isbell fan. Yeah, Todd Snyder. No, I got it. I got it. Todd it's Snyder. Sad. Gates of... Uh, hotter than the hinges of the gates of hell. Yeah, I got it. Songwriter. Who is he? He's a famous songwriter. Lives oh, in Nashville now. Songwriter. Oh, that's it. I'm just a famous songwriter. Yeah, one of Jason Isbell's best friends. Oh, I mean, it's a good saying. Regardless, shout out to Todd Snyder. I got, I've given him a lot of run and pl- plug here. Go to toddsnyder.net. I mean, come on, bro. Get a dot com. The song. Com. The song is "Play a Train" song. It's a, it's a good song. Jason Isbell covers it a lot. Jason Isbell's cover is better than the original. Okay, good. I'm going to check his out. Jason Isbell. What'd you say it was? Play a Train song? Yeah. Got it Googled, ready to play. Can't wait to listen to it. I can't imagine going to campus and having to wear a mask, but is it fair to say, Seth, that if that is going to be the requirement of students, that if we do get people in the stands, you will have to wear a mask yeah, I mean, in Neyland? You'll have to walk in with one. I mean, they're not going to be able to police that in the stands. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder what the penalty will be here. Like, I am, like, there's, you can't police it in the stands. I'm on the very end of a row. And my row. They're going to get your ass. Like, no, like, my row is up against a concrete barrier. Like, there is no, oh, okay. like, you have to, I have to cross a lot of people to, to go, to get into, you know, a walkway, to get onto the stairs. Like, how are you going to police people over there where I am? They're going to let you do whatever the hell you want. I, you just can't, you're not going to be able to police that. You're going to tell. You know, if students get to go in, drunken, rowdy students, that they got to keep a mask on, 
I mean, I, this is a, we all know how hot it is when we play Florida. And if we can go, you know, if, if you have a lot of people in that stadium for what will is the hottest big game, you know, it's going to be miserably hot. I mean, two years ago when we had the, when we had the, uh, the tailgate, we were upstairs at that bar. It was miserably hot. And you're going to make people wear a mask. You can't. That seems unhealthy to me. Seems like I can yeah, have some people say, overheat. I was going to say at the gym I go to, when it first opened back up, you were supposed to wear a mask. And I didn't go back when that first happened. But then they hit stage two. It was like, okay, you still need to wear a mask. The first like week I went, I was the only person there without a mask. And everyone was looking at me. But I was like, I don't have to. I'm staying over here by myself. And then, like, the second week, the same people had all got fed up with it, too, and now no one wears a mask. They're all like, it's way too hard to work out. It's way too hard to do anything. And that's, like, in a, you know, an air condition. I get you're working out, you're breathing heavier or whatever, but, it, you know, being out in the heat for a Tennessee-Florida game, you sweat way more than you do at the gym. Breathing is just as tough. And no one wants to wear the mask in either of those situations. It's really hard. And like you said, I can't imagine it's healthy. Like, I saw one story where people were bitching – about how people weren't wearing masks on like greenways and running and stuff. And I was like, how the hell are you supposed to run with a mask on? But people were mad about it saying that the runners were being assholes. And I was just like, this seems completely ridiculous to me. I mean, uh, if you're running outside on a, like a trail or whatever, it seems that seems a little over the top to require them to wear masks. You know, that that seems dumb. I it, it just seems really dumb to have people wear masks in the stadium. And like I said, we all know how hot it is for the Florida game. That seems dangerous to me, to have people breathing in a mask outside when it's, you know, at least 90 degrees, at least, and humid, and around other people so, it's, it's, so they're hot. You know, that just seems crazy to me. Would you still go to the game if you had to keep the mask on? Yeah. You'd still go? Yeah. And just put up with it? i just put up with it. Yeah, I guess I probably would too. I, I have some thinner ones that really aren't that hot. The main thing that's bothered me about them since I started wearing them was like if I have the slightest amount of facial hair, it itches like crazy. I'm just thinking about the people screaming and it being muffled. Yeah. It might create a might create a better noise, actually. You know, like how people, when I yell at games, I cuff my hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go, oh! Like, you're already going to be cuffed. So if you have the mask and the cup on, like, it just might be a loud boom. It might be a real big home field advantage. Yeah. I'm not really worried about them saying we have to wear a mask in the stadium because they can check masks all they want as we enter the stadium. It... They're not gonna be able to check them when we're sitting down. I just don't see how. You don't have near no. enough. You don't have near enough people to. And I mean, uh, this is not a slight at the at those of us that are older amongst us, but most of the like um, the ushers in Neyland Stadium are, you know, they're more geriatric. And I know we have some older patrons. You know, no offense to y'all, but some of these ushers are a little old. They're not gonna be able to like. What are they gonna do? What are they going to do? I would say I would say the majority of the ushers are octogenarians. Yes, they maybe are. septogenarians. Yeah. One of the two. Like they're one of the two. I would say the vast majority, like eighty-five to ninety percent, are either septo or octogenarians. You know what are they going to do? They going 
They're going to climb over people to get to your seat and tell you to wear a mask, and then what are they going to do? Go get the police if you say no? What if you, what if you start coughing on them? <laughs> start pulling other people's masks down, coughing. I'll rona this whole place, bitch. You better leave me alone. So, yeah. I uh, did see something that it doesn't seem like Georgia is fighting Cade Mazes. Yeah, I believe that came in the uh, VolQuest chat on Monday, I believe it was. I want to give credit where it's due. I believe that was their report there is that Georgia is just like, hey, Cade Mays, Georgia's not fighting it, which does seem, when you combine that with the idea that the NCAA isn't giving mass approval, but is giving approval or giving precedence, giving priority, I guess I should say, to the people moving closer to home. Yeah, that that's kind of been my my understanding of it is that okay, they've tabled the vote for January December or January or whatever. But if you're moving home, if you're moving closer to home, then they're going to give you the green light. That's fine. My the thing that has always hung me up was I don't you to me you would have a hard time telling anybody no, you're not immediately eligible. When everyone knows that come December or January, the rule is getting swapped to where you can transfer and have immediate eligibility after your first transfer. So, JT Daniels, under this, what we understand to be the unwritten rule, he's not going to get it. But He shouldn't get it. He shouldn't get it. But you're going to tell him... You know, hey, if you had done this eight months later, you would get the green light to go play immediately. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. So, which if that has the case and we get Cade Mays eligible and George doesn't get JT Daniels eligible, then awesome. I'm not going to complain about it. I just could see the NCAA just kind of, you know, bending over and saying, well, okay, yeah, you got a point. Go ahead and play. So do you think do you think that uh, JT Daniels gets cleared because I haven't really seen anything about it. I just assumed that he would not be getting it this year. Well, I, I he seems it seems to me if you hire the right lawyer then you get immediate eligibility. That's true. That's true. I mean I, I if it was going to be this I didn't know if it was going to be the same way though like with the with the covid going on. Yeah. I don't know how that would affect it or not, but I mean, JT Downs is pretty late in the process of it. Well, I would think. I think I one know. thing about the COVID is that they have they start they haven't even gotten they haven't even started like clearing players either. They haven't even gotten to that process, right? Yeah, that's why I was thinking maybe like JT Downs would be low priority, but I guess if you get a lawyer, you might go to the top of the list. And I mean, both. JT Daniels, I would assume, hiring a lawyer, as did Cade Mays. The Mays family did, and we know how long this took when there wasn't a pandemic. Aubrey Solomon got cleared like the week before. Game week, if it was, like, it was, yeah. it was like it was literally right before. And he 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 uh, announced he was transferring to UT before Christmas. And Aubrey Solomon got cleared like within seven days of the first game, I think. And now, so we have a national pandemic. Does it? You know, how long is it going to take? Like, it just it's just so stupid that they that they tabled. The, the vote past this season. 
And you would think that after they did that, we would see a flurry of rulings on current transfers, but we haven't. So, you know, they're, we're going to get the same runaround, I imagine, until they're just one day going to say, oh, Cade Mays is eligible. So, I mean, I'm sure they're going to they're gonna act as if he is going to be eligible like they did with Aubrey Solomon. So, yeah, JT Daniels doesn't seem to have any, like, reason for transferring and getting immediate eligibility, but then neither again, neither does Cade Mays. Like, Athens, Georgia isn't that far from home for him, if we're being honest. They cut his dad's finger off, bro. But, you know, have, we also... Have you, for, have, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? They smashed a piece of his finger off. Lest we forget. We also have still never heard, we never even heard why Aubrey Solomon got immediate eligibility, did we? we we've moved past that. We don't need to know. It's a total crapshoot. Yeah, like, he's already cleared. We don't, we don't need to know. We're good. So we'll see. I think that Cade Mays will be eligible. I have no idea on JT Daniels. I hope he's not because I don't think... I, I don't really know that either him or Newman are good. Um... I mean, I feel we feel like JT Daniels is better than Newman, right? At least I do. I, I I would be more I would be more afraid of Georgia with JT Daniels than I would be of Jamie Newman. Yes, I do feel like JT Daniel is better than Jamie Newman. I don't know that either one is good, and I think that getting both eligible obviously increases the chances that they have a good quarterback. So I would rather him not be eligible for that reason alone. Spin zone, how about both of them getting eligible creates a quarterback controversy and the locker room is divided. And I don't know if you're paying attention to society, but I would hate to see Georgia have another white quarterback come in here and unseat a black man for a job. That could happen too. I mean, I don't know if you saw the Jake Fromm news. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the Georgia, Georgia's, on, Georgia's on thin ice, brother. I would hate to see a locker room that's probably rallying around Jamie Newman right now be torn apart if they try to give JT Daniels the job. You think they're, I would hate to see that you think they're rallying around Jamie Newman? I mean, he's down there with them right now. He, he's had more time, hasn't he? Yeah, he's had all the, what, 10 days with the team? Is that how long he's been there? I mean, I would imagine the team has been Skyping and stuff, no? Yeah, I guess they've been Skyping. You don't think, you don't think Jamie Newman's had a head start on JT Daniels? A pretty significant one? I don't think it matters. <laughs> I think that think I think you that think defense for team bonding. I think that defense will be the best in the SEC again, and they don't give a shit as long as somebody can manage to put up more than like thirteen points a game. Whether it's JT Daniel, Jamie Newman, or an alien from Mars, I think the defense is just sick and tired of having shitty offense. But no, I don't think Jamie Newman's like been there long enough to make any appreciable like massive difference. As opposed okay, to... Okay, bro. Okay. Think what you want. Just remember who told you first. The locker room's already divided after the Jake Fromm, Justin Field stuff. Just go ahead and reward JT Daniels, California white kid coming in and unseating Jamie Newman. Just just see how it happens. See, see how that goes over in the locker room. Redneck Mallard thinks that JT Daniels is legit. He might be. I see no reason to assume one way or the other. Um... I, mean, I know where K.K. Kirby's going to go. I know where K.K. Kirby's going to go. He's going to get the job to J.T. Daniels. Who is there? What if they both suck? Who are they going to play? I see no reason to think why either one of these guys are good. I feel like one of them will be at least better. I feel like one of them will be 
as productive as Jake Fromm. I, I won't even say as good as Jake Fromm, but at that feels like the floor, right? I mean, when you when you combine that with the receivers surely being better next year or this upcoming year than they were last year, because the receivers are pretty trash last year, yeah. you know. Yeah, not a, agree or disagree. No, they're the they're they're be Jake Fromm's production from last year. Yes, I agree. I agree. I don't think that's a very. I don't think that's asking for too much. Um, I mean, in one year of being the guy, JT Daniels threw for. 2,700 yards, 14 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. He won the job in 2019 over Slovis, um, but as soon as he got hurt, um, actually, I think that Slovis, wasn't there like two injuries at quarterback for USC yeah, last year? Yeah, was, Slovis was the uh, the third option. Yeah, and then once Slovis got the job, it was pretty much obvious that he should have been playing the whole time. Yeah, and I think that Graham Harrell, I had, I had, I remember hearing or reading that Graham Harrell wanted to start him from the beginning. Like, Slovis was his guy. I'm pretty sure that Harrell, like, brought Slovis in. If I am if I am Graham Harrell, I'm saying that now. Like, yeah, this was my guy all along. You know, I really wanted him. So it was obvious that JT Daniel was never going to get that job again. Um, so... I guess the head coach gets the final call. Is that how it should be? I think, I think. Offensive coordinator? I, uh, I don't know if you're Todd Hilton, man. You probably, whew, I don't know. I don't know. Todd Hilton I mean, was you, a good you, play caller. And you got more pressure on you, obviously. Like, he's got more skin in the game. Like, yeah, I mean, last year, Slovis threw for 3,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. No, he was a beast. I mean, he was a beast. <laughs> uh, he, so, he, beat, he beat Utah's secondary's brains in. And now, now some of it was like, his wide receivers were just really big and they were good. Yeah, but, Michael I mean, Pittman was really good. But I mean, you know, that's uh, using your weapons. So I, I don't know that, you know, JT Daniels had one year of really starting and it was with T. Martin as offense coordinator who got let go. So do we really have a full, you know, offering on te- uh, of what he brings? I mean, I, I don't, I just, I still, they might be good. I might be completely wrong. Uh, they brought in Munkin. From the NFL, I see. I don't think that there's Mark, any reason. Martin. I don't think there's any reason to to assume that either one of these guys are like badass. I know you don't think Jamie Newman's any good. Um, I've never really watched him play. I think Jamie Newman can give them the same type of production that Fromm can, but I don't think Jamie Newman is going to make the throws on third and eight that Fromm can. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that like. Like, if, if there comes a game where they need a drive or there comes a game where they have to pick up some first downs, I have much more confidence in Jake Fromm than I do Jamie Newman. But, like, overall, the numbers are going to be similar at the end of the year. Okay. Is what I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Fromm was, was dog shit last year. Yeah, but he could at least throw the ball and hit open receivers. Whereas I've seen Jamie Newman bounce wide open passes. Like, unless Monken's down there coaching him up, then I, I'm not worried about Jamie Newman. Like I, but, you know, JT Daniels can throw the ball and will move the ball far down the field. So we'll see if he gets cleared. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he should be, but I guess we'll see. Do the right thing, NCAA. Do the right thing by fucking the young kid. Don't give him immediate eligibility. Do the right thing. So um, Alabama's team came down with COVID-19. Yep. More COVID for them, a and they shame. had a second batch of it too. So they had 
They originally only had three guys, I, te- I think, test positive, then they had another three, or was it five and three? I, I saw like five. That? I saw five at first, okay. so if they had more, I haven't seen it. Yeah, they had more today. They had three oh, more test good. positive today, so they're up to eight. And uh, I don't know what that means for football teams, because you know you had one set of testing last week, and then three more pop up today. I don't know if that means they aren't properly social distancing, or if they got there late. I haven't seen the details, but... Yeah, Alabama's up to eight. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. As we get closer to sports, we are going to really ramp up some coverage, at least across these platforms. Let's get to our new patrons. We got new $2 patron, Landon Daughtry. Shout out to Landon. I gotta say it right, Darty. Darty. Let's try that one more time. New $2 patron, Landon Darty. Shout out to Landon Darty. We love you and appreciate you. Not Daughtry. He's not a fucking country singer, John. He's like Matt Doherty. Yeah, I know. It just sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for me to read and speak. I'm not okay? criticizing I, 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 you. I'm just I'm not criticizing. I didn't need you to tell me. It's like we did talk about him. Wait, that's why I said it cuz we did talk okay. about him. Okay, my bad. It takes me a second to think sometimes. Can I continue? Yeah, go ahead. New $10 patron Brandon Waddell. Shout out to Brandon Waddell. We love you and appreciate you. New $10 patron Marissa Munger. Shout out to Marissa. We love you and appreciate you. What are you laughing? Because we've got women patrons? I just we got th- women that like us? Yeah, we do. It's just far and few and far between. I wasn't expecting they that. They are out there. Just not many become patrons. Just not many become patrons. New $10 patron, Trip Davis. Shout out to Trip. We love you and appreciate you. And we have a new king of the cord, Troy Farmer. Ups his pledge from 33 to 35. Shout out to Troy. We love you. Way to stick it to Hank. He probably enjoyed it, but glad you're back on top. I am looking forward to seeing Brother Troy tonight at basketball as we uh, proceed with the Reeds Ranch Basketball League. We should be getting back to uh, full court tonight. So uh, a nice we, we are moving forward in our phases of COVID. So That's good. we should be getting back to full court tonight. That's good. Let's see. Uh, Caleb asks, if Saban retired today, who would Bama fans want more? Assuming Dabo is out, Jeremy Pruitt or Mario Cristobal? Pruitt. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Jeremy Pruitt, just right now, snapshot, not projecting that we think we're going to win eight, nine, ten games this year, but just right now, I mean, it does seem like he would fit more of that culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think you always would, I mean, you always want a guy from home if he's good enough, like... Christop- yeah, I mean, Cristobal, Cristobal coached there. For like what, I mean, how from, many he's, years? He's from He's from Miami. Yeah, he's from Miami, but he was there as the associate head coach, offensive line yeah, coach. Yeah, he was offensive line coach. RC. I don't, I don't know what the fuck RC means. Recruiting but. coordinator. But he's not gotcha. from Alabama. But he coached there for three years, yeah. from 2013 and 2016. I would think they would still want Pruitt, although, I mean, at this up to this point, Cristobal has won more games than Pruitt and has probably overall, would you say, out-recruited him as well? Yeah, I mean, I, Cristobal's, I think that, I think that if you, like, had to take a guy, most people are going to take Cristobal over Pruitt. This is like, Cristobal seems like a really good coach. I, but for Alabama, what their fans would want, what their fans would want, they would want Jeremy Pruitt, a defensive guy from Alabama who was very successful there, who played there, who is from there, they would want him. But that's not a knock on Cristobal. I mean, that Cristobal's been, in a, he's been recruiting great. They went 12-2 and two last year. Um, 
you know, really shit the bed against Auburn and lost some other game at Arizona State. They lost to Herm Edwards. So, I mean, yeah, they've lost some games they ought not have, but he did go 12-2 and last year. Him blowing that game against Stanford two years ago. Still oh, me. man. Oh, that was one of the most painful games to watch. Like, Imagine betting on it and having money on Oregon. Imagine that. Imagine how much worse it would be to be like me or an Oregon fan and see your national championship, your Pac-12 hopes go down the fucking drain because you can't run the clock out. You don't realize that you could kneel the ball and win the game. So instead, you run the ball and fumble and then lose the game. I was ready to kill somebody. I was trying to, I believe I was doing voluntary reaction as that was happening. So I had to be somewhat calm on the air, but just know inside I was dying. Oregon fucks me so much. They also, someone had also tweeted out like a Corona meme about the first half of the year versus the last half of the year. And it was Oregon 31 TCU, nothing at halftime. And then TCU came back and won that bowl game and also lost a lot of money on that. Oregon constantly fucks me. I hate Oregon. But yet I love them because their jerseys are so cool. Mario Cristobal, uh, would you take, I mean, it's the same thing. Like We might acknowledge Mario Cristobal is probably ahead of Pruitt in his career at this point. But, I mean, we're not trading our redneck coach. Notice I didn't say big dumb redneck coach because he might not be dumb. He might not be dumb. We don't know. Like, he's just our redneck coach at this point. No, I, Pruitt's I, been pretty impressive so far. I, I wouldn't, no, I'm... And I think that people that would hear this would say, oh, that's just you being biased, that's you being a fan. And to that, my answer would be, yes, of course that is. I like Pruitt. I genuinely like him. I I mean, he's a redneck from North Alabama. Yeah, I like him. Our big, woke redneck coach. Like, I think that... I, I just like him. I mean, he, he seems to genuinely care. Um, Cristobal's won more games, has done more, is recruiting better. Okay, that's fine. I still like Jeremy Pruitt. You can have Mario Cristobal. I think Mario Cristobal seems like a fine coach. I never really understood why he got fired from FAU or FIU, wherever the hell he was. But, you know. Well, I just want to say that he can still go to hell. Like, I appreciated him. They won me some money against Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. That was a nice bounce back. I appreciated that. But uh, I'm still not over. Still not over that uh, that bowl game or that game against Stanford. I don't think he was there for the bowl game. That would have been somebody else. But the uh, that game against Stanford cost him a chance to play for a national championship. No, 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 no. They, did they win that many games that year? I want to say no, they, they were a bit. They, well, they, they went. Not. They went nine and four. They went five and four in the in the conference that year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they. But I mean, oh, and I also forgot. I also forgot. Let's go back. Oh, allow me one more second to have to pontificate. You also blew that fucking Auburn game last year too, and cost me a bunch of money. Yeah, I brought that up at the very beginning. That was horrible. That was terrible. Bo Nix was not good at that point. God damn it, Oregon. And they let Bo Nix throw a touchdown to win the game. It was horrible. What a complete choke job. Fuck Oregon. That that Auburn-Oregon game was terrible. And, I mean, who knows? Oregon had every chance to blow them out early in the game. Every chance. If they had beaten Auburn and gone and won, and the rest of the season played out the way it did, you know, I— it would have been between them and Oklahoma. I don't know who gets in. Um, they bo- both would have had losses on the road to unranked teams. 
and Arizona State and Kansas State. You know, I don't know who would have gotten in, but that it caught. You know, they could have still theoretically made the playoff. They, I bet Oregon would have gotten in because they would have drilled top. They would have drilled number five Utah in the Pac-12 championship game and gotten in. My over headache's Oklahoma. getting worse. This is making my headache worse. So that game against Auburn cost them uh, a chance uh, at the playoff. My headache's getting worse. So, yeah, Jeremy Pruitt. Alabama would be similar to Tennessee fans, and there would probably be a little added bonus for them stealing our coach, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're a big boy in Tennessee. Yeah. We're taking their coach. They feel good about him. Welcome back to square one. Do Alabama fans want us to get good again? No. You don't think so? You don't no. think like, at this point it's a little sad and they kind of want the rivalry to be back and mean something? No, not for like the older set, the set that actually are like true Alabama fans know because of Philip okay. Fulmer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fulmer really pissed them off. I just wondered if there's a part of them that was like, eh, we kind of miss it when it actually meant something and kind of tired of just kicking your ass. I would, like say, I would say the most you would ever get them to say is that it's a shame that Tennessee and Alabama have still not played in the SEC championship game against each other. And that would just be really condescending, you know? Which is hard to believe that the two have not played in the SEC championship game against each other, but they haven't. I mean, it's not that hard to conceive. I mean, outside of that, I get in the 90s, it probably should have happened, but, you know, since then, not really hard to conceive. Well, I think when you started the I mean, SEC crazy. championship We've game, only played there one time and since, what, 2007? I mean, we played in 04 and 07, right? I mean, th- those are the two times that we've played since 2001. God damn it. I think if you, but what I'm saying is when the SEC championship game was started in what, 92? 91, yeah, 92. It was 92. And it was 92. you. It was like Florida, Alabama for like the first four years. Yeah, right? they've played more than anybody. Um, and you had said, oh, by 2020, Tennessee and Alabama will have never played each other. I think people would have sure. looked at you like, you know, you were kind of crazy. I believe Alabama, yeah, sure. Florida is the most numerous matchup. It is. It is. It is. My headache's so much worse now. God damn it. Why can't we just be good at football? Let's just be good at football. Come on, Pruitt. Let's do it. Our big, woke, redneck coach. Let's do it. Yeah, and part of the reason why I like Pruitt so much is because he seems like the first guy we've had in, like, a long-ass time that doesn't just, like, constantly shoot himself in the foot and do dumb shit and, like... I feel like he's done smart shit for the most part. After the Georgia State-BYU game, save it. I understand you're mad about that, everyone. We get it. Other than that, like, I feel like he's been pretty good the last year. You know, we haven't had stuff like our whole coaching staff leave in the offseason, like... Derek Dooley did. We haven't done stuff like promote our tight ends coach who hasn't called plays since high school to be our offensive coordinator. Instead, Pruitt went and hired our rival's offensive coordinator and gave him money that he could not refuse. And in the process, hamstringing Georgia with uh, Coley or whatever his name was last year, who's now at Texas A&M. So he's, what mistakes he's made, he seems to have learned from them. Like it was a mistake to hire Tyson Hilton. It was. He got his ass out of here pretty quickly. So he got a second chance, and he got he went and got a guy that is a that was a guaranteed non miss as office coordinator with Big Jim Cheney. So he seems to have learned from his mistakes. What well, you know, he seems to learn from his mistakes quickly. Also, like how daring he is on the field, and he really just doesn't give a shit, you know, about. He'll do an onside kick whenever the hell he feels like it. He will blitz. 
from every single place on the field, every single play. In a, in a way cooler way than Bob Shoot Blitz. Yes, in a way cooler way than Bob Shoot Blitz. You know, Jeremy, way cooler way. Jeremy Pruitt will blitz from every position on the football field at any point in time. He will onside kick whenever. So I like that too. I like the scruff too. He's got the scruff going. I think I think it looks good on him. Yeah. I don't know if I want him to go full beard, but the scruff. I feel like the scruff's my you know my comfort zone as well. Can't go too far or else it starts looking bad. But I feel like the scruff is a good look on Jeremy. Yeah, I don't I don't want him to go with beard either. Yeah, don't go full beard, but I don't like clean shaven Jeremy. I like a little scruff on Jeremy. That's fair. Mm. I wish he'd lose mm. a little weight, to be honest. Yeah, I'm a little worried. I I, I need to get him in the gym with me. I'm t- I don't I don't I don't mean that. This, I know that sounds like such an asshole thing to say. No, no, I understand what you're saying. Like, I don't want him to balloon up and become like uh, like he looks more bad. He, he I don't want him to be too heavy because then he won't look as badass. You know what I mean? And he's put on some pounds. He has, but it's it slowed down a little bit. It has. It has. Like when I saw him at the protest with the microphone, he, I didn't he looked think, like he wow, had maybe he looks, lost some. If anything, that's what I'm saying. Like he looked good, and he was wearing a sweater. And all the chubby guys know if you're wearing like a long sleeve thing, it helps a little bit. So he might have been tricking the camera, but I saw him. I was like, okay, good. He's he's used this time. Maybe he's getting back on track a little bit. Because I don't, I'm like you. I don't want him to gain a bunch of weight. Yeah, when when I saw him like last fall for the first time in like eight months, I was kind of like, Eesh. you know what he what he wears doesn't help him. He looks like he's wearing a trash bag on the sidelines sometime with that short sleeve coaching jacket on. Sure. But I accept my head coach, warts and all. I realize that a human's imperfections are part of what make them lovable and arouse genuine affection from other human beings. So I accept the fact he dresses in what amounts to a trash bag sometimes. Producer, please bookmark this uh, to delete from the archives when Jeremy Pruitt hauls off and hits Jarrett Garantano in the face at some point this season. Well, I also accept corporal punishment and realize that the way you the way you get human beings to abstain from harmful actions is to put the fear of God in them and sock them across the jaw every now and then. And if Jared Garantano gets punched by a big germ, I'll just say, well, it was probably deserved. I just want to go on record. I'm not in favor of college coaches hitting players. Now, if a player hits a player, I'm okay with that. Same same level. Same level. There's no power struggle there. It's just, hey, I'm putting you in your place. So maybe Jerem has some dogs on the team. Like maybe Trey Smith is the enforcer this year. Preseason All-American Trey Smith. Maybe he's the enforcer. Maybe he throws JG around a little bit. Not just preseason All-American. Best lineman in the SEC. Best interior lineman in the nation. Trey Smith. I will say that that offensive tackle at Oregon might be the best offensive lineman. Yeah, he's like a top five pick. But other than that, other than that, that's the only guy. That's the only guy I'm gonna I'm gonna give the nod to. I would just like to point out that if that offensive lineman at Oregon had to deal with blood clots and that stuff, he might not be as good either. I just want to point that out too. Yeah, that offensive lineman from Oregon, he's what Samoan, right? I believe so. So if he goes on his mission, you know, if he goes on his Mormon mission, then Trey Smith will be the best offensive lineman in the nation. Does he get a pass for that if he gets a if he's he, a top five pick? He might not even be Mormon. I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing, and, and he might not be since he didn't go to BYU. Or I'm guessing and hoping that um, brother Henry opts to you know stay at UT and not go on a mission. Um, 
was was Troy Polamalu was he was he Mormon? I I don't know. Like I said, I assume if they, if they don't go to BYU, then they're not. But I I, that, I don't probably feel like that's a a safe way to go about this. I would like to move on if you Troy don't mind. Troy Polamalu is an Orthodox Christian, Orthodox Christian. Okay, okay, very cool. Well, I got a couple of people wanting to talk about cancel culture. They want to know if Cracker Barrel is going to get canceled. They want to know why the hell people are going after Paul Patrol. Why is Cracker Barrel going to be canceled? And Blue Moon Vault. I assume the question about Cracker Barrel is just because it says we're cracker in it. I think that's fair. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Cracker Barrel is safe. Although it might get canceled by my aunts because now they're serving alcohol. And they. I, I need to call and check to see because... I've told you about my aunt who, I was, when I was going to be a bartender, was so mad and was arguing with me in front of the whole family. And was because I was getting my liquor license to serve liquor. And she was like, the Lord's not going to bless that money. You need to go to a good Christian place that doesn't sell alcohol. And I was like, well, pretty much every restaurant sells alcohol. And she's like, well, you can go work at Cracker Barrel. Well, not now. Not now, Aunt Jane. Can't do that anymore. Cracker Barrel now on the sin wagon as they are serving alcohol. So maybe they'll get canceled for that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Cracker Barrel's going to be canceled. Um, do you have any thoughts on the Paw Patrol thing? <laughs> I mean, it's laughable, right? Like... No, I mean, I think everyone thinks it's laughable. Yeah. Uh, it's, as to why they are doing it, they're doing it because it gives them cheap, easy pats on the back, and, like, there's zero um, there's zero reason not to do it. There is... To cancel go- Paw Patrol? No, as to why they're, like, coming out and saying this shit. Oh. oh. Like, there's zero reason not to do it for them, because it's, like, it's putting nothing at stake for Paw Patrol to... Um, what a ridiculous conversation to have. Whatever they said, melanated voices, whatever it was, it was laughable. Okay, and uh, like I said, uh, it's ridiculous. I would be okay. I'm okay with them canceling cops. I'm cool with that. Like the the show, the show cops. I'm all right with that. I don't watch cops. If they want to cancel that, that's fine. Bait car. I'm okay if they get rid of bait car. What is that? It was a show like on True TV where they would just set these cars in neighborhoods and leave them unlocked, and then somebody would jump in, take it for a joyride, steal it, and they would lock down and arrest them. Mm. Just entrapment. I think they got in trouble for a lot of entrapment, maybe. Yeah, I would say so. I'm okay if they cancel things like that. Uh, Paw Patrol, I'll let slide. It's no longer on the television. Okay, so it's already been canceled. Yeah, it was from 07 to 2012. I have never heard of this. Wow. I used to watch a lot of True TV back in the day. Lizard Lick, Lizard Lick Towing. Watched I watched a lot of that. I, I have heard of that. That's Pawn, uh, the D- oh, not Pawn Stars. It was uh, the one there in Detroit. I can't think of the name of it anymore. I watched that show. Embarrassing amount of True TV was consumed. Yeah, I only turn it on. It's just Impractical Jokers, which that's fun. People like Impractical Jokers. It's funny. I only watched True TV during March Madness, which we didn't have this year because the Cucks canceled it. So uh, you don't watch Impractical Jokers? Mm-mm, no. You don't like to laugh. No. I'm a Checks st- out. I'm a stoic. AJ says, hi, Seth and John. Hi, AJ. Hello, Andrew. I hope the fish are biting at whatever redneck fishing hole you're congregating at these days. Jackie writes in, which seems like more fun. Top wing a huge statue. I don't feel like I should keep going firebombing fire a police car, watching a game-winning play for your favorite team, following the law. Um, I will say the... Taking down statues does seem kind of fun. Uh, I mean, well, unless you have one fall on your head like that dude last night, and then... Oh, did, that, did, that, did that happen to somebody? Yeah, for 
you know, you start out thinking you're going to topple some statues. The next thing you know, you have the possibility of being charged with manslaughter. Oof. So, like, something fell off and hit somebody and killed him, or what? Yeah. It, it hit him in the head. He had to be taken to the hospital. The video, I, I actually was, I saw a tweet from a guy I followed, not to watch the video if you're at all squeamish, because it was pretty brutal. Did you watch it? No. I didn't see it okay. come across my feed. He, okay, I was going to say, I, I never watch it. I never watch the videos. The last video of something like that that I watched was that dude killing that woman on live TV in Virginia. Yep. Yep, same same here. After I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to watch any of these anymore. The man is anyway, critically anyway, injured. Still getting those tweets off. Um, he is he is critically injured here. Let's see. Um, hardcore pawn. Shout out to Troy. Great job. Great memory by Troy. Yeah, I watched a lot of hardcore pawn. And I, I, I think I, Mike I, could just post the video if he may wants to watch it in the Discord. But I, I I'm good on that. I can allow me to rant for a second. I cannot stand these websites that before you read the story ask you to disable cookies or whatever the hell it is. It came and fully hit him in the head, and we could see that his skull was actually showing. He was convulsing on the ground. He lost a great amount of blood. The witness said, and we ask that everybody pray for that man right now. Indeed, prayers go out to that young man. Um. Hopefully he is not going to lose his life. But yes, that ha- that did happen last night. So, um, well, yeah, that that makes it sound not so fun. I actually like, think that you, like uh, destroying a car, like just in general, like being in like like you know like a demolition derby. Just I think that like you know destroying a car would be. Ooh, more you, wait, fun. you want to be driving the car? Or just in general, I think that like if we were just in a. You know, it's like rivalry week and the other, you know, it's like homecoming and you get to like take a sledgehammer to the car. We've all seen that kind of we, thing. We did that two years ago for the Florida game. Got to be honest, it wasn't that fun. The sledgehammer was heavy and like you hit it and you're like, okay, that's fun. Like it got to be honest, it wasn't as fun as it looked. Now, granted, we just hit like the side of the car and didn't like bust a shit out of the windows, but wasn't as fulfilling as one would think. So maybe I think the correct answer here is watching Juwan Jennings catch a Hail Mary from Josh Dobbs to win the game. The statue sounded cool, like putting a rope on it and dragging it down. But like you said, if you're facing manslaughter, oof, that's a uh, that's a that's a plot twist there. All right, anything else? Any other things we've seen? Uh, I think we hit all the questions we need to. Yeah, uh, is NBA? What's the latest on NBA? I always love how you ask me about the NBA at the end of the uh, episode. Uh, apparently, there are like thirty or forty people that might not want to go play with their teams when this opens back up. Gay. Like Carmelo Anthony, who was begging to get back in the league. Are you was, kidding me? It's like, I don't I don't know. I need more details. This doesn't sound good. Are you kidding me? Carmelo, after all he did to get somebody to pick him up. I think Carmelo knows that he is going to be uh, on the bench and have his minutes restricted because both Yusef Nurkic and Zach Collins, the guy from Gonzaga, will be back from injury. So Carmelo won't be as needed at the power forward position. So... Well, how many teams are going to play? 22. That's what I thought. And they are like the, the Blazers have a The Blazers have a pretty good chance of getting to the 8 or 9 seed and getting in that the chance to play in to the playoffs, but you know, they're not going to win a championship. I would like to see Dame and a healthy Blazers team play the Lakers. That would be pretty fun, but uh, you know, I don't think they'll win a championship. And like the Washington Wizards, I can't imagine those guys want to go back and play. They're like 6 games out. And if they do catch, 
if they do catch, you know, the eight seed, the the winner gets to get their ass beat by the Bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least um, at least Bradley Bill got that big contract. He got he got paid. He got paid because I hope I, I truly hope it is worth it because Bradley Bill seems like a pretty likable guy, and I cannot imagine suiting up for the Washington Wizards every night with John Wall like never playing and just seemingly doesn't give a shit about anything. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about anything. That would be pretty frustrating. Davis Bertans let's get paid big money. Yeah, I'm just going through the the Wizards. Um, Roster, it's pretty sad. I'm trying to think of how many, if we did like a reverse NBA game, how many I could Wizards I could name at this point after we've had like a two month layoff. Guess, layoff. guess who the Wizards' second leading scorer is? Is it Thomas Bryant? No, he is their sixth leading scorer. Okay. Well, I, I know he's their fifth if you actually look at games played. I'm not okay, going to count okay. one guy who hasn't played near as many games. I mean, McCray's not going to get credit. He's no longer on the team. He wouldn't have been number two anyways. Uh, Isaiah Thomas? Isaiah Thomas? No, he is four. McCray was fourth, but I threw him out because the game's played. Yeah. Thomas was fifth. He got traded, okay. Thomas oh, McCray got traded? Yeah, he's gone now. Oh, he's with the Pistons. Um, number two. Who's more wizards? Who are more wizards? Um, Mo Wagner. No, Mo Wagner. No, no, I know who it is. Uh, B- Davis Bertans. Yes, yes. That guy's a sharpshooter, bro. Who he the hell is it. this dude? I have never heard this name in my life. He is six. Davis Bertans. He he's good, man. The Spurs let him go, and then he went to Washington, and he could just stroke the three. He's gonna get paid. He's going to get paid big time this offseason. Yeah, he looks like he's pretty damn good. He's a six foot ten guy who can shoot like, what's he shoot from three? Like 38%? Like he, he, is, uh, he is 43% from three oh, wow. this year. Okay, I undersold him. Yeah, no, he can stroke it. Um, the Spurs, this is Popovich got cucked because Popovich, they thought they signed that one Morris twin. So they got rid of Burton so they'd have money. And then the Morris twins, like, actually, I'm going to the Knicks. But they had already traded Davis Burton, so they just got fucked. They didn't get they didn't get Burton's or Morris. They just got fucked. Yeah, he is their second leading scorer. He's played fifty four games, but has only started four. No, he just comes off the bench pulling. I don't I don't I don't know how good he is at defense or anything, but he can shoot. But he's third in minutes played behind Bill and Hachimura. I mean, Ish okay. Smith plays for them. Shabazz yeah. Napier. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I named more Wizards than I thought I could. But Troy I, I, Brown. I, I, Troy Brown can play a little bit. I got to Mo Wagner, and I was like, oh, no way. They got the other big white guy, Davis Bertans. Yeah. All right. Good job by me. Yep. Gary Payton. All right, Seth. I, I, I love you, my brother. I love you too, buddy. Hopefully, we'll start picking up some stuff, get back into sports, because <sighs> it's, it's getting close. Uh, you sounded a little dejected, or not dejected, but just pessimistic. Your energy was good today. I appreciate it. I, yeah. uh, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Later, buddy. I love you too. Those are dirty cold to go, been cold since cold flow. Got a wire to enlarge and I'll set a fire down below. I hang it up when you say sorry, didn't know. Probably got a year, ten to go, so let's go. I don't really know how to go slow. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn, that motherfucker's cold. Hey, you in the wrong mode, you open and close, you know, holes, no go. This whole world's a shit mode, built to the brim like Gitmo. 
When you think it don't get more low, with limbo to the sticks on flow. All oppression's born alive, so I don't make the rules, I'm just one guy. I'll do respect and getting spit on, so how respect is now defined. Hungry for truth, but you got screwed and drank the Kool-Aid. There's a line, it ends directly at the edge of a mass grave that's their design. Funny fact about a cage, they never built for just one group. So when that cage is done with them and you still pour it, come for you. The newest lowest on the totem, well, golly gee, you have been used. You have to build a death machine that down the line will kill you too. Pseudo-Christians yelling different, kids in prisons ain't a sin shit. Even one scrap of what Jesus taught connected, you feel different. What a disingenuous way to piss away existence, I don't get it. I say you lost your goddamn minds if y'all possess one to be with. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow, goddamn that motherfucker cold. From the ages one to four, around the age of five, you shift away from your body to be stored. They promise education, but really they give you tests and scores. And they predict in prison population by who's going the lowest. And usually the lowest scores, the poorest, and they look like me. And every day on the evening news, they feed you fear for free. And you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me. Until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. And you sit there in the house on couch and watch it on TV. Most you give a Twitter rant and call it a tragedy. But truly the travesty, you've been robbed of your empathy. Replaced it with apathy, I wish I could magically. Fast forward the future so then you can face it and see how fucked up it'll be. I promise I'm honest, they coming for you the day after they coming for me. I'm reading Chomsky, I'm reading Bukowski, I'm laying low for a week. I said something on behalf of my people and I popped up in WikiLeaks. Thank God that I'm covered, the devil can smother, then you know the evil don't sleep. Dick Gregory told me a couple of secrets before we lay down in his grave. All of us serve the same masters. All of us nothing but slaves. Never forgetting the story of Jesus, the hero was killed by the state. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Just got done walking in the snow. Goddamn that motherfucker cold. Who really wanna run with the Jew runners? Go hellfire hot in a new summer. It's cold winter, baby, in a cool summer. I suicide bomber in a blue hummer. Emerge at the side, not a booze on them. Bad news coming to Sun, two Sun. Three beats like a wet dot chew on them. Got a stroke rope crew on them. Move on them. Move on them. We be the heroes, the breakers, the chains, and the muscles of locks. You be the sucker supporting the bitches that talk to the cops. This little manic of turning and facing a fuck up on bra. I'm not so sure opportunities knocking this party the law. Word to the old school tape mix. I get radio Raheem respect. My Nike pin is sacred. Similar to the ghost face bracelet. Frying with a hole. Oh no joke. Probably go broke just off smoke. Fuck what we gonna do? Not smoke. Get a job, pay the roll, be a dose. Nah, I'ma do me. I got though. 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 First of all, they cheating, because uh -huh. one of them black and the other one white. Uh -huh. So if you don't like them, you automatically racist. Uh -huh.